Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Cigar Talks with Jason. Today I wanted to talk about cuckold relationships and what it's like being the third in a relationship, whether that's, you know, all the time or just in sexual situations. Um, first thing, a cuckold relationship is you have a married couple or a couple is just dating and the part one of them either fucks or gets fucked by a third party. Now, the, the reasons why change a little bit. So, in your stereotypical, and this is just generally speaking, because there can always be deviations, but generally speaking, if the husband is watching his wife with another man, he's getting off on his wife's enjoyment. If his wife's not enjoying it, it's going to kill it for the husband he's not going to enjoy it at all. It's going to be a total turn off. However, if it's the wife watching the husband with another woman, typically the wife is getting off on the other woman's enjoyment, not her husband. Now in a gay relationship, it can be either one of these two situations where, you know, you're getting off on the partner or you're getting off on the third person. Now, a cuckold fantasy relationship, whatever you want to call it, is actually the second most common male fantasy. It's extremely common, and unfortunately, a lot of guys are ashamed to uh, bring this up, you know, because, oh my god, why am I into this? And typically speaking, psychologically, a lot of, like, cuckolds, you know, maybe come too quickly or they don't feel like they can please their partner, they're not big enough in a certain area. And that might explain some, but it doesn't explain all, not even close. Because I've been in situations where the husband lasted forever, very well endowed, like didn't fit any of the stereotypical things. And, oh, and then the third person if it's a guy, uh, typically they are referred to as the bull. They're the person who's fucking one of the, the people in the relationship. Now, a lot of the times people have a hard time understanding this. Like, oh my God, why would you want to see your partner with someone else? And the easiest way that I have... easiest way I've ever heard to explain it is, you know, someone asks you, oh my God, why are you into that? Whatever. Like, picture your partner who is, I'm guessing, the hottest person in the world to you. It's basically a live porno featuring that person. Now, you know, and, and the thing is, just like so many other things that I talk about, trust and, like, communication are the absolute foundations of making this scenario work. Unfortunately, I would say a lot of the times this type of situation goes wrong. It's almost like a time bomb. It's not a question of if it's going to blow up. It's only a question of when. Now, it is possible to avoid that by communicating and, you know, being completely open and honest with your partner because... You know, let's say that uh, I'm married to someone and they're having sex with someone else. And, you know, my partner's like, you know, hey, you know, 
I'm starting to, you know, develop like a, a connection or an attachment to this guy. Now, obviously, in that situation, what needs to happen is my partner and that other person need to stop seeing each other. But the thing is, you need to have healthy communication and trust. And my partner needs to feel like they can tell me that. And I'm not going to bite their head off and be like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Blah, 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 blah. Because if I say that, my partner's never telling me shit ever again. You can guarantee that. And it absolutely is a time bomb at that point because, you know, my partner's just going to basically go run into the arms of someone else. Now, I'm giving these, making a lot of these statements, I'm just going based off what's the most probable. So in a cuckold relationship or dynamic, there's several variations what can happen. So... One will be where the husband watches his partner with someone else, like, live in person. Another situation is when, you know, you watch your partner over Skype or, like, some kind of video streaming. Or another situation is, you know, just, uh, um, you know, listening over the phone and having your end muted. Uh, another situation could be, you know, your partner goes out, obviously, you know, they tell you what they're doing and, you know, they just go out and have sex with someone else and then come down, or, you know, come back and then tell you about it. And, you know, the partner gets off on hearing the details or, you know, if the other person came inside of the partner, a lot of people, you know, do that involving, you know, or in regards to like a cream pie. So cleaning up afterwards or the whole idea of sloppy seconds. Like, you can go a million different ways with this. But, and and this is all just my humble opinion, and based on what I've personally seen in stories that I've heard about from people I know. So, the correct way, if you're playing the bull, is never, ever, 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 ever communicating with you know, the person that you're having sex with alone, ever. That is just a fucking recipe for disaster. What I'm personally a big fan of in this type of situation is a just perpetual group text so that every single person can see every single thing that's sent. Because, again, I know I've given this uh, analogy... In, uh, in a previous video, but basically imagine like your doctor calls you and tells you, you know, I've got some really horrible bad news. I'll tell you next Friday. No matter how bad that bad news is, your mind is going to come up with something a million times worse. So the worst thing you can do in situations like this is allow your partner's mind to run wild. Because I guarantee you, their mind is going to come up with scenarios that will completely erode the trust and communication in this relationship. So, just my humble opinion, I'm a big fan of group text so that everyone can see what's going on. And also, if you're the bull, you need to... Now, obviously, there's like little fetishes and kinks where... Um, uh, the the married or committed person who is not participating likes to be humiliated or degraded or, you know, we could play these games all night. Not really going to go into that. 
But, as a general rule, if you are the bull in this situation, you need to include both people. You need, you don't just go there and communicate and talk to the person you're having sex with. You need to engage and bring the other partner into it. They need to feel involved or a part of it. You know, they need to feel like, you know, it's basically acknowledging them and being like, hey, I respect you. I respect your relationship. I mean, it's just fucking goddamn common courtesy. It's not hard. Um... The other thing is, you know, just really, I guess as a general rule, probably the best single piece of advice I can give is if you're doing something with one partner that you wouldn't want the other partner to see or overhear or whatever, it's a bad fucking idea. Just don't do it. Like, have some respect for their relationship. If you're playing the bull in that type of scenario and you know you know that you're single and you're looking for a relationship just be honest with yourself and objective with yourself you probably shouldn't be playing the bull if that's the way you're feeling because again you're playing with fire and there's no reason to dump gasoline on that um and there are things that you can put in place so you know if you are a couple and you're looking for a bull if you are able to find a bull who is in a committed relationship or is the type where they're just perpetually single. You know, they're not the type that wants to date anyone or finding someone who is just in town, like, you know, they're, you know, traveling through on business or they're only in town once a month or once every two months. Uh, So, like, the point is, play the situation smartly. Don't find a bull or include someone into your relationship who lives two fucking blocks over or who you know from the gym. I mean, not shitting where you eat. This this should be common sense. Don't fuck anyone you work with. Don't fuck your neighbor. Don't fuck someone at the gym. You know... Don't do that. So be smart about people that you include. Um, As far as like swingers parties and clubs and different things like that, um, there's a ton of resources. Um, God, there's a really good site. Um, Not Colette. Shit, I'm having a brain fart. If I remember it, I'll put it in the comment section. Um, But just search like swingers websites, uh, stuff like that. Um, Fat Life is a good one. That's a website. And again, just like in a dom-sub relationship, communication, honesty, openness, trust, these things are absolutely imperative. I mean, these are things like, and if you start talking with someone online, establish your boundaries, what their turn-ons are, what their turn-offs are and yours as well and make sure that you guys have a solid agreement and another video I'm going to do in the future is about active consent you need to have a relationship with your partner especially if you're going to start involving a third where they feel comfortable saying no to you because if your partner's just a pleaser and they're going to go along with anything and everything you say 
regardless of how, how they actually feel, again, this is a recipe for disaster and you're playing with fire. So, and if you're being honest with yourself, you should know whether or not inviting a third person is going to be a good idea or a bad idea. I mean, really just, you know, if your relationship is on the rocks, don't invite a third person. That's going to blow up in your face and it's not going to be good. And really when it comes to being, and it doesn't even need to be a cuckold type scenario. You know, it can just be, you know, you guys as a couple and you're inviting a third in. Again, same rules would apply. I played, I played pretty much every single role in these scenarios, and you know, uh, there's a couple that I see on a regular basis. And like I said, you know, we all have a group chat, and it's very—I don't want to say because I respect them a lot as they do me. So when we all get together, you know, we will, you know. Chat for a little bit, but the point is, we talk as a group. I'm not texting with one of them outside of our meetings because that's extremely inappropriate. So, you know, and when they do text me, it's, oh, hey, are you available to get together on this day at this time? Okay, yes, great, I'll see you then. I mean, that's it. And it, like I said before, it's all in a group text. It's, it's, all above board and I absolutely respect their relationship and would never do anything whatsoever. And if you've watched my other videos on essentially what I'm getting at is, you know, picking up on subtle cues. If you're talking to someone and they're claiming to be a bull and they act inappropriately, uh, you need to be able to walk away like a big one. And I've seen this happen a million times. Uh, is so the bull will be talking to like one of the partners in the relationship. So like, let's say the wife or one of the guys and they say something like, Oh, so does your husband always have to be a part of this? You know, can we like ever get together without him? Do you hear anything like that? You're even maybe sort of kind of like that. You need to fucking cut off communication right then and there because he does not respect you and he does not respect your relationship and that's just bad fucking news. You know, as far as like what makes someone turned on by the whole cuckold thing, there is no be all end all. Like everyone has different reasons and there's sexual fantasies and kinks and fetishes that we'll never understand. So really, if that's something that turns you on, it's completely fucking normal. It's insanely common. And, yeah, really, I mean, it's just going to come down to you and your partner and you guys communicating and deciding what works for you. And, again, another reason why it's important to discuss boundaries and limits and turn-ons and turn-offs is if I'm playing the bull, 50% of the couples, you know, the person who's watching will get off on small penis humiliation. I mean, it'll turn them on out of their fucking mind. The other half would be like, what the fuck? Like, it would not end well. The point is, when you get into these, there's about a million different ways it can go, and couples 
find what works for them and they really make it their own. So never assume anything. Always ask. Always ask. Don't be one of these people who are, oh, I got no limits. Do whatever you want. Bullshit. If you value your relationship, if you value your partner, you will sit down. You will have the hard conversations. You'll feel comfortable, you know, saying something to your partner being like, hey, you know, I'm starting to develop some kind of feelings for this guy. So, you know, I feel like we need to cut it off. So... I hope you guys were able to learn something from this video. I've gotten a lot of questions about, you know, the cuckold thing. Uh, if you guys put any comments below, I do always read those. I'd love to hear them. Um, and always, I'd like to reach as big of an audience as possible. So please like, comment, share, subscribe. I love you all.